Chapter 5 Then Comes the End Then Comes the End 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 24 The day of awards is a great day. It is really the judgment seat of Christ when we are to receive the reward of the deeds done through the body. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 10 It is not a time when we are judged for sin, for the sin question was settled at the cross for those who accept Jesus Christ. It is not identical with the great white throne judgment presented in Revelation chapter 20. It is simply the day when the Master, before whom the records of our lives are laid bare, will give to us the reward for our faithfulness or express His assessment of our faithlessness. I can see the Master with His people gathered before Him. A name is called that is familiar, and I see that person standing before Him with great expectancy. Then the Master speaks with that voice that John tells us is like the sound of many waters. Revelation chapter 14 verse 2. That voice that stilled the tempest-tossed sea. Matthew chapter 8 verse 26. And caused Lazarus to break the bands of death. John chapter 11 verse 43 and 44. I hear him speak. The crowns are being lifted up, and the first one is the crown of life. I hear him say, this is given to the one who has done little things well for my glory, or to the one who has suffered for my sake. You could have had it, but you failed in your own home. You had no testimony for your own circle of friends. You could have spoken a kind word, but you left it unsaid. The cup of cold water was never given. You could have had the crown of life, but another has taken it. I see him hold up the second crown. He says, This is given to the one who has done difficult work for me. I suffered the pains of Gethsemane, the ridicule of the crowd, the stripes of the Roman scourger, and the pains of hell upon the cross. This crown is for the one who has endured all things so that my cause could be advanced. But then, when there came a time when the church seemed about to move forward, you opposed it. When thousands of souls might have been converted, your prejudice against the work of the Holy Spirit blocked the blessing. You could have had the crown, but another has taken it. I see him lift high the third crown, brilliant with jewels. All the angels shout aloud, This is the soul winner's crown. There has always been joy in the presence of the angels of God over those redeemed from sin, Luke chapter 15, verse 10. Jesus declares, You could have had this crown, but sadly, your culture, your intellectual strength, and your social position never won a soul for me. The members of your own household were led into my kingdom by others. The people in your own business did not know you were mine. I remember once holding a series of meetings in Paris, Illinois. As I was walking down the street with one of my assistants, I heard him talking with a young man, asking him to be a Christian, but making no impression upon him. I heard him say, Your mother wants you to become a Christian, does she not? The young man began to cry. Then I heard him ask, Your father wants you to become a Christian, does he not? There was no answer. Soon, though, I heard him make this statement. 
My father is an officer in the church, and my mother is a leader in the work of the women's society in the church, but neither of them has ever spoken to me about my soul. I believe many fathers and mothers will stand before the judge on the great day of awards and hear the words, You are crownless, your children were not saved, or if they were, you have had no part in their salvation. You could have had this crown, but another has taken it. I can see him holding high the fourth crown, the crown of glory. I can hear him describe how one person came into the church from great depths of sin, how his character had been undermined by the power of an evil life, how he had been saved by the power of God and encouraged by a warm handshake and a sympathizing word and a brother's compassion to urge him to hold out to the end. And I can almost hear him say, Such a person sat beside you in church and walked with you on the streets or in the store, or possibly lived with you in your home, and you never said a word. You let him slip away from fellowship with Christ, and when he wandered you exclaimed in surprise, That is what I expected from him. I can catch the tone of his voice as he says, You could have had this crown, but another has taken it. I see him hold up the fifth and last crown, the crown of righteousness. I hear him say, Did not I promise that I would come again? Had not I written it over and over again in the book? Was not line added to line and statement added to statement that in the same manner as I went away, I would come back? Were not all the prophecies of my coming fulfilled, even to the last details of my life, my suffering, and my death? Did you not have faith that if one prophecy was fulfilled, the others would have been fulfilled also? And then that crown, which to me is the most beautiful, the brightest and the best, is held aloft for a moment, dazzling in its glory, and I hear him say, You could have had this crown, but another has taken it. We may miss the five crowns by our unfaithfulness, yet we may be saved, so as through fire. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 15 But one thing must be, we must see him face to face. In the city of Indianapolis, a well-known Quaker minister told me about a friend whose child had been born blind. He was brought to Indianapolis, and this Quaker was asked to find a specialist who would successfully treat him. Such a person was found. When the operation had been finished, he announced that the boy would certainly see. Sure enough, he opened his eyes. His first glance rested upon his mother, whom he had never known except by finger touch. The mother bent down to see if her son would recognize her. She cried out, Oh, my son, my son. The boy gazed at his mother, and when he recognized her, he exclaimed, Oh, mother, is this heaven? It will be heaven for us when the scales are taken from our eyes, the veil that dims our vision is removed, and we see him face to face. We may miss every crown mentioned in the New Testament, but we cannot fail to see him. I do not know if there can be sadness in heaven, 
But what feeling will it be that will take possession of us when we hear him say, You could have had the crown, but another has taken it? What feeling will it be that will possess us when we hear him say, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your master. Matthew chapter 25, verse 23. And we will have the five crowns and a glimpse of his face. 